Hey, you don't understand business. I'm Terrace, and we got Matt and Sean here. Hi, Terrace. But uh, we're uh, got some interesting topics today. Um, going to talk about one of our restaurants that uh, very exciting business opportunity because uh, our current restaurant that we have as a partnership group with us and then also uh, another one of our friends that's not here today, Rob, it's what's population of Lebanon? About 16,000 people. Okay. And so we get an opportunity to open a restaurant in a college town with just the college having 40 some thousand students little yeah very little plus yeah. staff and yeah. yeah so it's a lot of people and in the uh the west lafayette population lafayette population and uh i'm going to turn it over to sean because you were the first one to see this beautiful location and I, excitement yeah i actually was on uh campus giving my son a, a tour of the campus and i had seen a restaurant that had gone out of business that was having an equipment auction and it was kind of right around the corner from where we were and spur of the moment I decided I'm going to walk down to this location and just peek in the window and see what's there and where it's uh-huh. at uh, and then I I called Terrace immediately because I'm <laughs> like this is this is a great location it's yep. it's right on the main road uh, it's maybe what two blocks off of the campus maybe Ye- from the union yeah two two yeah. blocks two and a half blocks um, so I very close to the campus, easily within walking distance of basically the entire population there. Yeah. And it's in a main area where the bars are located. A lot of other dining establishments are located, mm-hmm. good foot traffic, good vehicle traffic. Like the road that it's on is, is the main road that goes through the campus. Yeah. Kind of so, the staples of the university yeah. as far as where the, the kids go. And so, at, and lunch. kind of the way the road kind of comes into the campus, there's a turn and that location kind of sits in the visual yep. sight line from the turn. So a, a really good spot. Um, and it's an older building, but yep. in, in good shape. Um, and just looking from the, from the outside in with the lights off, you know, you could kind of tell that it had been well-maintained. Everything looked nice. I mean, it was, yep. it was a restaurant that had, that had closed down. Um, and so we, we got a hold of, of Matt and tried to get a little more information on the location, see what was going on with it. Yeah, yeah. you know, with those situ- opportunities kind of pop up <clears throat> sparingly, as we've always said. It's just like, hey, if there's ever a second-gen uh, um, operation that's no longer open, you know, let's take a look at it. Because the biggest cost, you know, even five years ago, but still today, is that build-out cost of, oh, like, what's yeah. it going to take to turn a space into a restaurant? So that's your your day one cost before even getting any customers <laughs> in the door. So having that was pretty cool, and we knew – I mean, I just knew it was going to be a competitive situation yeah. also. Yeah, because to back up just a little bit, when Sean called me, I think I was about 35 minutes from the campus. <laughs> so I was there in 36 minutes. Yeah, like, yeah, right. All right, you know, because I've been wanting to do a shirt shop down there as well because we do a lot of work for Purdue through our, our shirt side of things. And um, it was like, oh, this this is it. Like, it's happening. Like, today, we're going to get this thing. And uh, so go down there and, of course, check out the auction because we're always looking for good equipment. But – I think the previous tenant was a pizza place. Yeah. They'd been there five years. Yeah, they, they, they fulfilled their five-year yeah. uh, yeah. le- initial lease requirement. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So then, you know, we're like, yeah, this is this is awesome because we can 
one of the things when you look at those initial build outs is we see people go in and just rip them all out mm -hmm. and start over because they wanted to move a wall six inches or yeah. something ridiculous. And it's like, well, there's $200,000 just went up in smoke. Yep. And, and we didn't need to do that. We, we were able to rebrand what was there and, and roll in. That was the theory in, in our mind mindset. Yeah. And then, or, uh, Matt took over with contacting the, the real estate agent that yeah. had it, I guess. And, uh, yeah. And that's yeah. when I kind of learned, I was like, this is going to be a tough deal just from the standpoint of competitiveness and lack of locality, localness, so <laughs> to speak, because it's a little pod of the, the state that is its own pod. Oh yeah, it's definitely. I, and I always knew that was a reality, but then getting up there and, and doing business, I realized even more so how it was. It's, you know, nobody from larger cities around do brokerage work there. And yeah, and the, a lot of owners that have owned real estate for a really long time and passed down family to family at, at, in some regards. Including yeah. this one. Including this one. Yeah, yeah out of state owner. Yeah, because her grandfather built the building. Mm -hmm. And it was built in, um, it was a late 1800s building, an incredible building. I mean, uh, I got a tour of the... Uh, the property manager for there, he's an awesome guy, just a wealth of knowledge. But it was always so fun to, to listen to him because he'd go, well, you know, the, when the grocery store was across the street, that was just a few years ago. Well, that was 40 years ago, <laughs> you know? <laughs> relative. It's all relative. Uh, yeah. Uh, because he'd, he'd been managing that property for over 60 years for that family. Mm. And wow. it's just... Yeah, I mean, with any kind of issue on it, it we, that's who we went to. And, oh, yeah, yeah, the wire runs over here. I mean, he knew that building inside and out. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a very tight community because just because of things like that, people hold on to things for so long there, which is great. I mean, I'm glad to see that they're doing that, but definitely gave Matt a lot of challenges. Yeah, no doubt. And but, you know, as we've looked at it and said, hey, this is something we've got to figure out because, again, just with the opportunity that presented itself to have a restaurant where yeah. we, we've said, hey, we can figure out what to provide here, how to provide it, mm -hmm. um, and, and do something nobody else nearby is doing. Right. And we'll do it well. And, and we were first in line yes. By, yes. by a ways. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, by the time everybody else figured out the space was even available, we were already... Moving you in. Know, yeah, had a letter of intent, <laughs> yeah. and like we were moving forward with everything. So I think that helped. And that was one thing I think that gave us an advantage, obviously, with Matt's expertise. And then we had uh, you know our own bios, and then that we submitted right away to explain who we are and what we are. And we're not just a couple of guys that's cooking in the kitchen or garage and you know calling it barbecue or whatever mm -hmm. the, the meal is. So um, that presenting yourself more professionally and putting that together is just such a, a big advantage and that gives us a leg up in that mm -hmm. aspect. Yeah. Um, that's a unique situation too, where the, the size of the group was good enough where it said, Hey, these guys are, are qualified, but we're small enough to make really quick decisions Yeah, to say, Hey, let's do this now. Okay. I need a response tomorrow. Yeah. And, and we could go up and, and take a look at the space and mm -hmm. actually figure out if we even wanted it or not, if it was going to be, right you know, uh, useful for the, for the kind of food that we were planning on doing and, and the yep. service style that we needed to do. And, and it just kind of all came together pretty, mm -hmm. you know, not, I'm not going to say easy, but, uh, <laughs> but it did come together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, you know, the other thing I almost forgot about was that I, 
ironically had that product or property right around the corner that oh. I was working on. Yes. That was another vacant restaurant that if this one that we're speaking about was in, you know, a minus quality, mm-hmm. I was nearing a D minus <laughs> yes. and my phone wouldn't stop ringing. Yeah. And so I had this plethora of opportunities for the space that when the other became available, it was like, okay, guys, I know it's going to go fast. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Timing was good. Timing was everything on this. Cause yeah. I, I, I got to see the pictures of that second property and, um, having a hazmat suit on to, uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe look at the pictures would be helpful. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, the, the spot that we got, I, I don't see a whole lot of second gen restaurant space mm-hmm. that was as clean as yeah. well put together. I mean, it was a five year old restaurant Usually when you walk into those, there's there's some grease, some grime, yep, yep. you know, there's some cleaning that has to be done. They still had a walk-in in place. Yep. Um, the, the walk-in was functional. Nothing was wrong with it. Everything was clean. Heck, the restrooms um, were clean. The, the restrooms, <laughs> yeah, everything and about it. Paper. Was, yeah, it was I great. mean, they, they left that, that space in really good condition. Yeah. Um, they took their equipment out. They didn't damage anything on the way out the door. Yep. And when we rolled in to do our remodel, it was, I mean, superficial, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we didn't really have that much to do. We had to change the look of the space, but yep. not the, the underlying fundamentals of the space. Yeah, because only thing really from a, I wouldn't call it structural, but functional aspect of the remodel was we, we covered it. We repaired where the uh the oven pizza was at yeah you know because that was tore out and that was uh had they if had we known we were getting the space when they were auctioning it we would have spent the seven hundred dollars for the twenty thousand dollar oven. yes because we could have just turned the space into something completely different but that was fine Uh, yeah uh so i i think that you know, all in all, we really didn't have to do, you know, some minor repairs. Yeah. We had to put in a, a hood, but it was just an exhaust hood. It, it wasn't a yeah. a full type one. Um, so that saved us a bunch of money. And we had the piping there from yep. the oven. Yeah. So, it was so really we just, just hooked up to that. Yeah. Uh, so, so minimal extra work. Yes. Yeah. And, and then it became a, you know, we get the space, we get into the space and we start working on the space. Um, it was more of a now the strategic planning of how do we build the menu out, how are we going to market this business, and how are we going to um, you know just kind of pull everything together. I guess Sean comment on because it it was going it was moving very fast. I would say we we executed this in less than three months. Yeah, maybe. yeah, I'd say that's correct. From the time we found the space to got at least to a final document, yeah. lease document that is. Yeah. It was definitely within 90 days. Yeah, cuz then we were we were open in January and I believe we looked at the the space it was early fall, late summer. Late summer probably. Yeah. Summer. yeah. Cuz there was well, and actually to back up before we we committed to the space, Sean and his wife and my wife, uh, we'd all went out there and said, "Hey, we need to go like make sure this place has got traffic, you know, and that kind of thing. And we're standing out there, what, 10, 1030 at night on a summer evening, you know, late summer evening, early fall, because the kids were already back in school, I remember. And it, I mean, you couldn't hardly stand in front of it. There was so much traffic, mm-hmm. you know, it was running you over. So yep. we're just like, this is going to be insane. We're going to make so much money, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm just counting the dollar bills yep. already. And so we, uh, when we got the space leased, 
we already had a barbecue restaurant and, and there's nothing like mm -hmm. that in West Lafayette really to speak yeah. of. So right. we wanted something that was going to be authentic, kind of home cooking was, yeah. was the thought behind the whole menu, but we wanted to be quick service and easy right. to do. So kids could put in an online order. If they were in class, they could just stop by and pick up their food on the way to someplace else, you know, make it very simple and easy for them. Uh, contactless payments. Yeah. Minimal staff. Uh, we were actually smoking the meat off-site, so we really mm. only had people that were kind of assembling stuff there. Right. There, it really wasn't um, a situation where you had people cooking and yeah. producing quantities of food. And I took the menu that I had from for the old barbecue restaurant mm -hmm. and, and simplified a lot of stuff and yeah. made it quicker and easier for the staff to do so we could do it with you know, less overhead, less staffing, um, make it a, a, a quick service model, essentially, right. instead of a full service model. And I'm going to call it more of like an assembly line model. So your, um, your Moe's, your Subway's, your Chipotle's, where you, you come up to the front, you place your order, and then you kind of walk along and pick what you want, yeah. essentially. Yep. So that people can picture what we're talking about and how this is. I mean, just talking about, I, I think maybe we need to start looking at another location here <laughs> shortly. That's, uh, I mean, because I can just, the money's piling up at this point. So <laughs> can say inside or out. But. <laughs> so, you know, once we had kind of the menu, the idea established, it was getting the equipment put in yep. place and actually looking for specific pieces to go in the space that we had so that we wouldn't have to redesign anything. We don't have to move walls. We don't have to tear anything out. Yep. You know, everything can go and sit in the, in the current design of the space. And I think from, you know, the, the standpoint of, of trying to figure all that out and, and putting everything in where we needed it to go, that part came together really right. pretty well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'd already, um, also had tried, we'd been doing some testing with the Ovention ovens, which is a new technology for basically a commercial air fryer that allowed us to bring items in, do them a little bit faster than traditional ways and not have the grease, not have the mess. Not have the hood. Not have the hood and also not have the liability of, of a student that we're training how to run. You know, we have to worry about them running the fryers and getting yep. burnt. They can yep. just, I mean, you can get burnt on the Ovention, but you got to try really hard <laughs> to do it. Yes. Um, and it brings a, a unique perspective and flavor to that food as well, too, because the French fries coming out of that thing were, were, in my opinion, far superior because they were crispy, they were golden brown, but they, your fingers weren't covered in grease after you're eating it yep. too. So, yep. um, so that was great bringing that aspect in too. So we, uh, we got the menu finalized. Yep. We got a management team. Put them and, in training. And put them in training at our current location so they would understand yep. how the food was supposed to be prepared, what it should look like, what <clears> it should taste like. So they were ready to go. Um, and then we hit December, the Christmas break. So that, that was kind of our getting ready to yep. go stage. And we knew once the kids came back that we'd be open for business, essentially. Yeah. Ready um, to launch. Job fair, the whole deal. So yeah. were we ready? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say I felt 70% ready. Yeah, I would. I, I would think fair. it's. Yeah, I think it's fair. <laughs> I I would say, considering the the managers that we had, right. I probably should have had more checklists and things in place to like, kind of kind of put guardrails up for them and and help them along a little bit. 
they were one was not as experienced as I'd like to hire, right. uh, and then the other one was had a had a long corporate background, but yeah. not a lot of entrepreneurship. Mm. And I feel like yeah. we were hoping that you know we had all the recipes, we had everything in place, and we could put those those in. And I think we should have maybe provided a little bit more support for them or uh, training manuals and things like that that they could utilize because there wasn't a whole lot of like initiative on their part to go yeah. <laughs> take care of those things and and make the tools if they didn't have them. I right. Guess. Right. Right. Because that's um, one of the things that my my expectation. And it still is today. A lot of times when I'm, especially when we're putting managers, assistant managers, things like that in place that you, as a business owner, you kind of expect because of their work history, whether it's at a corporate chain or a small place or a hardware store or whatever, that they've had some experiences learning about business and how to handle employees and how to write some SOPs and things like that. So you just kind of maybe expect that when you, you shouldn't assume. I mean, you know, the same, you know, about assuming. And it, so that's one of the things that I think we learned there real strongly is not to assume that that person is going to do it. As an owner, there's a certain um, certain guardrails we've got to put in place as owners and say, now we may want that person to generate it, but we need to say, you need to generate this by next week for me yes. or next month yeah. or whatever so that there's no, well, I didn't know you wanted me to create that. Yes. type of thing. I just feared you'd hand me this book. Like, you know, the, the national chain just handed me this book and said, memorize the Bible here. Right. And Do all these it. things yeah. and you'll be great. Yes. Yeah. Cause that's not, even though we want to, wanted to build a, uh, I don't want to say franchise, but similar to a franchise type business out of this model, we didn't have that stuff created. Cause this was Essentially, store number two, but it was still a totally different store than the other barbecue. It, yeah. yeah, just with the twist <clears throat> on the concept and yeah. Yeah. delivery yeah. method, and and really even the client base, right? Yes, because yeah. it's yeah. more of everything was uh, everything about that part of it was new. Yes. Uh, the only thing we brought with us was the recipes and yeah, you know the fr- the flavor profile yeah. that we wanted to hit. I think we were we were right on with that stuff. Yes, uh, the yeah. rest of it. Uh, you know, maybe well, maybe episode two is a better <laughs> is a better place to talk about some so of that. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I think we're going to uh, wrap this episode up and uh, just kind of lead into uh, li- listen for episode two and and possibly three to get to the end of this story of how the full life cycle of this business, I guess, is the best way to put it. Maybe that <laughs> that sounds really right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Hey. You don't understand business.